Myth. I can't plan for my retirement, and I don't have any access to my 401k until the day I retire. Well, for a majority of Americans, that's not true. Are you ready? It's the On The Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. Authors, radio show hosts, TV personalities, retirement wealth coaches. On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer starts right now. This is the On the Money of Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. This is Nick Royer, and we're broadcasting live right here at the Group 10 Financial Studios, and I'm joined by my dad, as always, Jerry Royer. And how are you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. Well, it's Mother's Day weekend this weekend. even better, doesn't it? You know, so I want to take a moment to wish all those moms out there a very happy Mother's Day. Uh, You know, every time I think about Mother's Day, I'm reminded of the flowers uh, the flower display at Mary Queen of the Universe, the Shrine. Yeah, that's just absolutely stunning, isn't it? I mean, just thousands of roses. I think there's 10,000 awesome. roses that it's... surround the altar. Yeah. Um, if you haven't had a chance to go down there, and if you are in Central Florida, it's worth the trip. Uh, you just look up Mary Queen of the Universe Shrine, and it's, it, it is, um, it's astounding how you have 10,000 roses of all sorts of colors, and everything else surrounding uh, surrounding the altar, and like I said, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so I've been there a few times. Um, I, I think it's just beautiful. But again, to all the mothers out there, uh, we do want to wish you a special Happy Mother's Day uh, coming up this weekend. Um, and so now, on to the financial thing sort, <laughs> sort of things. I guess we should talk about that too. Is that is, as we're thinking about what we would do for talking about the show today, what topic to, to cover. We thought about one of the classes that we taught recently um, and a special pro tip that we mentioned. And when we mentioned this pro tip, I mean, to us, we're financial advisors. So I'm thinking, you know, pretty much this is a common thing. This is this is an unusual uh, topic. But the uh, response that we got from the people in the class was almost like, it was something completely brand new that they had never heard of, and so we thought this would be a good opportunity to really talk today about what that was, what it was that we said that brought up all this. Uh, it, it was almost like the skies had opened for a lot of people in the room, and so um, you yeah. know it brought a lot of curiosity. Yeah, a lot of pre-retirees are saving money in these 401ks and 403bs and other pre-tax accounts through their employers. And a lot of them think that, you know, they can't touch this money until they formally leave their job. They think until then, that money has to stay locked inside my 401k or my 403b, and they can't move it to any other investment until they retire. And this is causing us a couple of problems, right, Nick? Well, uh, the first one that we talk about when we're, and this is why this came up as a strategy, is the first problem that we see when people do this is is it causes people not to plan. When they think, I don't have my 401k and my 403 available to me, I think what ends up happening is people just say, well, they I guess I can't down. do any planning. Yeah, they shut it down. It's a, you know, it's in that lockbox I can't get to. Yeah, it. so I can't do any planning because that money's not available. I'll worry about it when, when I retire and the day that I retire and th- because that's when that money is investable. And I'll just worry about it when it becomes investable. And until then, I'll just not I, – I can't worry about it. That's the first problem. The second thing that I see is people that say, well, I can't move my 401k uh, until I quit. So the first issue, 
people just say, well, I don't have access to the money, so I'm just not going to do any sort of planning until I retire. And then the second problem that I see is people assuming that their 401k, those 403bs or 401a plans are not available to them to do anything with until the day that they quit, the day that they retire. And that's not 100% true. As a matter of fact, This is a term that we're going to throw out, and there's a bunch of different ways to take money out of 401ks. Uh, So when you leave your job, obviously, there's three ways to take your money out of a 401k when you leave your job. The first one's going to be either taking regular 401k withdrawals. Usually when you're over 59 and a half, there's no tax penalty for doing so. You get taxed on that money, but there's no tax penalty for early withdrawal. So you can take the 401k, you could take um, withdrawals from it as you need to. That's one way. If you're under 59 and a half, though, that's different. Yeah, you would have a 10 – you can still take a distribution, but you have a 10 percent penalty imposed by the IRS. And that's on top of the normal tax. Right, exactly. So you've got these two things kind of going on there. And another thing is when you leave your job, you could roll over your 401k to an IRA. And doing that is a tax-free event. You're, you're basically rolling money over from one tax, uh, you know, pre-tax account to another pre-tax account, uh, pre-tax account rather. And so long as it doesn't go into your pocketbook, uh, you can do that. We recommend when, if you're going to do that, you want to make sure that's a direct transfer. Yeah, that's when you leave your job. But let's discuss when you're still on the job. That's the thing. That's a lot of people a lot are of people working are longer. Right. They're working until 67, 68, 70, and they have these 401ks, and they think, I can't touch that money until I tell my job I'm leaving. And that's not true because there's something called an in-service distribution. And that's so often overlooked. Yeah, so an in-service distribution. Now, now just as a statistic, 64% of 401k plans offer an in-service withdrawal. And what an in-service withdrawal allows you to do is while you're still working at a company, you can go to your 401k. Usually this is over 59 and a half. You have to be over 59 and a half. But you can go into that 401k or 403b or 401a and take a withdrawal out and so the term in service means you're still in service. In service distribution means... You're still means contributing. You're still contributing. Right. You're still in service at the company. You're still working at the company. Distribution means they allow you to get to a portion of that money out and move that money into your own IRA outside of that company, although you're still working there. You can just get to a chunk of it and redeploy that money in, in, other, uh, in other things. Another thing, you know, that's an amazing thing, and you need to look into it because the statistics, you know, the statistics say sixty-four percent of the people can. And know. so, what ends up yeah. happening is, I think, I think for most Americans, most people think a hundred percent, I can't get it, but that's not the truth. Yeah, a majority of Americans can. Now, if you have questions on how to potentially take control of your four hundred one k or your four hundred three b. Even if you're still working at your employer and you want to be able to roll it out without any taxes to some other investment so you can better prepare for retirement, just give us a call. We can help walk you through and dive deeper into this and see if there's any options available to you. And our number here is 407-960-4052. Again, that's 407-960-4052. Now, let's spend a lot of time. So now we've gotten to the point where if you're still working at your job, and you're over 15 and a half, you can do this thing called an in-service distribution. 
taking that money from inside that 401k and maybe putting it into an IRA in the outside world. Something so, that you control. Right. So inside yeah. the 401k, you're, you have the, the 401k world, but then you can take that money and move it into the IRA world. So let's talk about why. I mean, obviously, there's some reasons why you would want to do this, but what is maybe a downside to the 401k? Well, you have limited options, okay? They may only have a few dozen mutual fund options available to them, and that's it. And a lot of them don't have any safe vehicles. So basically, you're limited to this Maybe handful. a cash or money, money, money market account that earns you nothing. Yeah. So you're exactly. losing money safely, Yeah. right? So there's, I would say that that's perfect. Uh, it is you have limited options inside a 401k. Yeah, and then the benefits of moving these funds is now you can select from a wider range of investments which can help you reduce the risk in your portfolio. And that's so important. Not limit yourself just to a mutual fund that is offered to you and perhaps paying higher fees. And so, I mean, now, now, some people may think, well, my company's huge. I have tons of mutual funds available. I'll tell you what, folks. I've seen major Fortune 500 companies that, o- that have 401ks that only have 15 options available to their employees. Yep. In a world where there's literally thousands of different options, they're limiting to d- 15. And what are the chances that those 15 are the best 15 options for you? And the answer to that is for most people, it's not. It's not the best. It's it's almost like being handcuffed to whatever your for your company said, well this is what we're going to make uh, available to our employees no matter if they're 20 or 50 or 65 years old. Yeah. And another of the benefits of moving the funds is you can get into stocks, exchange-traded funds, CDs, real estate investment trust, all types of alternative investments, fixed annuities, for example, for safety, indexed annuities, hybrid annuities. The options are endless, whereas in a 401k, your options are very, very limited. So we know there's limited options in a 401k. So being able to do an in-service distribution and and move that money into the outside world where you have many more options can be a good benefit. You can also use investments, and you alluded to this already, is being able to use investments that can protect some of the money that you've accumulated. Because generally inside that mutual fund, you're going to have mutual funds, which is risky. And maybe a stable value fund, which earns you nothing. Yeah, and if you're past 59 and a half and you're, you're in that 10-year red zone window, 10 years before you retire, you should be starting to look at safety. Protect protecting some of that, that money. So you can retire when you want to retire. Basically having a principal protection plan or an asset protection plan and being able to take some of that 401k money and redeploy that into something that has a, a, a protective nature with some earnings potential. Uh, whereas inside a 401k, that's generally not an option. Uh, so you you get a lot of more flexibility too. Uh, whereas in some 401ks, they may tell you you can only make a certain number of transactions per quarter, or maybe only once a year. You know, or, you know, you can only make so many moves inside this 401k every so often. Inside, if you take control to this and you do an in-service distribution, move it into your own IRA. You have greater flexibility. You can do anything that you want with that. If it was uh, that you wanted to, act, uh, to make transactions, you know, every month, 
In the outside world, you can do that. Inside the 401k world, you really can't. In some of these programs, you're limited. Uh, And another option is you can be able to create your own written retirement income plan prior to retirement. Now, prior to retirement, let's talk about that financial red zone. You brought that up. That's the 10 years before retirement to the 10 years after retirement. Why shouldn't I just wait until the day I retire to uh, put together a retirement income plan? (laughs) For one reason, you have a shorter time to recover if the market throws you a hardball and all of a sudden you're ready to retire, which many people did back in 2008, Nick, and they saw their 401ks, the blunt of uh, the Jay Leno's on The Tonight Show saying their 401ks were now 201ks. Mm -hmm. We don't want that to happen to our folks. Yeah, and so it's important to get it done ahead of time, but let's just – Let's take this back to something that that happened that we had in the past. In the past, people had company pensions, right? So let's say that you started working for a company when you were 25 and you retired when you were 65. And and let's say that when you were 25 years old, they told you you're going to get a company pension. Mm -hmm. So much per month per year of service. Okay. So when you're 65, so you start working at 25, by the time you're 65, would you get a nice juicy pension because you put in 40 years? Sure. Now, what happens if you started working at 60? Same thing. It wouldn't be as much. It wouldn't be as much. based on what time you paid in. And the reason for that back in the early days was was to build a good workforce that stayed with you. Today, that's not happening. People bounce from job to job. And uh, with the 401K, I'm no longer, uh, as an employer, do I have to contribute. It's up to the employee, and I may match, you know, a small amount, 3% or 6%. But the thing is, the monkey's on our backs to make sure that the investments we make are right. We may be experts at the job we do every day, but are we experts in managing the investments? And we call this the time-in strategy. Obviously, if you started working for a company at 25 and you retired at 65, you had the time in of 40 years. Mm. The longer you had time in, the more income you got. And the same thing is if you started working for that company at 60 and they said, well, we're going to give you a pension when you retire and you work from 60 to 65, your time in was only five years. Mm. Therefore, your pension income is not going to be so much. We call this the time in strategy because it works very similarly when we're creating a private pension for people. If people have a big chunk of money and they try and set up a private pension, now private pension is is very similar to a corporate pension. The only thing is is you're funding this private pension with your own money. You take basically a chunk of your money, you put it into a plan that can provide you a future income at some time down the road, and that income lasts as long as you do, no matter if there's a dollar in that account or, or there is money in that account. So that's called a private pension. And, and and for a lot of people, what they like is they have – maybe they didn't have a corporate pension, but they want to set up a private pension. And so we call this the time-in strategy because if you had a chunk of your money available at 65 and then you wanted to invest it in a private pension and you wanted to take that private pension income right now, it didn't have much time in. Mm-hmm. So what kind, exactly. of, what kind of income would you naturally get from this? It would be very small. Now, if you could do an in-service distribution at 59 and a half, take a chunk of that money out, set up a private pension, and retire at, say, age 70, that's 10 years that this money had time in. So what kind of pension would you get then? Would it be higher? 
than if you only gave it one year to cook? I would hope so. Longer time should grow to be worth a sizable chunk of money. Exactly. And that's why we we call this the time-in strategy. And it piggybacks right on that in-service distribution that we can tell people, if you have that in-service distribution available, you may be able to take a chunk of that money Use that time-in strategy to set up your own private pension and have years uh, of allowing this money to cook so that by the time you actually do retire, you have a nice, juicy income to help uh, to, to help provide for what, what income you're losing by not working. Yeah, and again, a majority of the Americans, according to this study, says 64% can get to their 401ks and invest that money even though they are still working. There are some rules to follow, and we can help you with that. Just give us a call and we can help you dive deeper into this and see if you have any options available. Just give us a call at 407-960-4052. Again, that's 407-960-4052. And we have a lot of great information in, in uh, our On the Money Retirement Toolkit that we help, uh, that we've put together as well. It's a free toolkit. We ship it right to your door and it includes a free copy of our book, Diffuse. The Seven Steps to Saving Your 401k from the IRS. That's in this toolkit as well. And that's a great book because we're talking about 401ks and 401as and 403bs, all these pre-tax accounts. And that book was really written as an answer to the fact that people are saving up all this money in these pre-tax accounts. And then eventually when they start taking money out of those accounts, they find out, Holy cow. (laughs) For every dollar I take, I got to give 25 cents back to Uncle Sam. That's not a good thing. And so that was why that book was written. And that's in the toolkit as well. So if you uh, text, uh, you can text us, and we'll ship that book or in, in that box in the toolkit right to your door, no cost. Just text us, and we'll even pay the shipping cost. Like I said, it doesn't cost you a dime. And you do, all you have to do is text the word RETIRE, R-E-T-I-R-E, just text the word RETIRE to 31996. Again, that's the code. You just type in 31996 in your phone, and then uh, just like you would a phone number, and then you just uh, t- text the word retire to that number, and it will walk you through the process of how to get uh, how you, how to get that. But again, as we're wrapping up here, um, you know, hopefully this gave you a couple tips on this in-service distribution. I know it's confusing. This might have been the first time, like the people in class, it was like the first time they heard this. And so um, we can walk you through the nuances of it. Uh, you know, just give us a call on that. But again, uh, to all the mothers out there, I want to wish you a very happy Mother's Day. Um, you know, if uh, hopefully you get some flowers and a nice sunny day. Mm-hmm. But I want to wish all the mothers out there for, for all that you do for us and, and um, you know, day in and day out and the sacrifices that you've made over the years. Uh, we want to spend out a special thank you and, and warm uh, and warm wishes and all of our love to uh to um to all the mothers out there but again uh you know i want to thank everybody for tuning into the podcast again you can check back with us um online uh we have a website for the show and that's www.onthemoneyshow.com we have lots of free downloads all of our podcasts are there uh i think this is podcast what number is this one 60 
Have we been doing? This is our 60th, 60th podcast show. 60th podcast. Wow, yeah. man. It just seems like yesterday we did our very first one. So now we're 60 into this. So again, feel free to spread the word about the podcast. Share these podcasts with your friends and family. And again, um, you know, we'll be here uh, uh, next uh, next Friday is when we when these podcasts come out, Friday morning. So just be uh, sure to put that in your calendar so you're looking for it every Friday morning. And to all our moms and all our listeners, I want to thank you for your time this time and Until next time, so long, everyone. You've been listening to the On the Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Catch new episodes every week to discover the latest retirement strategies and tips for retiring well from Jerry and Nick. To subscribe to the podcast, head to onthemoneyshow.com. That's onthemoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Group 10 Financial and Brookstone Capital Management are independent of each other.